brought my coaches with me. We're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. Welcome to th- week 37. We are up early this morning. And before we dive into about our week and our goals and our um, Tracy had a birthday this last week and hearing about that, um, I just want to talk a little bit about our challenge for this week. It was on social media. And um, part of the reason that I wanted to do it on social media is I had heard from someone that they were like, I hate social media and I'll never do it. And they were being asked to do it in a business setting. And in my mind, since I've been doing social media now for over a year at work, I just was like, you're gonna miss out on so many opportunities like for business. And so I just thought, I really wanted to get going with Reminis Audio and stuff. And um, I just wanted to read this, like to share this point from Forbes where um, it talks about even if you think that social media is stupid and you don't want to be there, um, those that are not embracing being online are rapidly becoming as a business are rapidly becoming forgotten and then it also talked about how like your customers are there your competition is there um and and you know like i i feel like all of us have felt this um way with i mean we we've all been doing social media for a bit but i think it was just a good reminder um to where it said like your social media presence reinforces what you're building offline. And like, I feel like social media can be fun. I feel like, oh, here's my camera. I'm looking at my straight screen. And so I felt like I wasn't looking at you guys. <laughs> I hear let me move this screen. But I think that social media, like when I started doing it, like I, I had deactivated my Instagram and stuff and Facebook and Personally, I don't love social media doing it personally, but as a business, it can be so much fun if you create the right strategy. And so um, so I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. What are your guys' thoughts on social media for a business? You know, I'm still trying to figure out, figure it out because... I also was in the social media world as the main marketer at a business for a couple of years. And honestly, uh, it drove me crazy and I hated it. But there's also a lot more to it. Lots of other reasons I didn't like it Other besides it was social media. There was other issues at the business too, but um, I don't know. I did kind of get a new spark for it this week. I did take the challenge pretty seriously and I um, I did a lot of things on social media and uh, I guess this is just like my, my personal thoughts on it. Like 
I realize it's really fun when I'm not thinking about, oh, how many likes is this going to get? When oh, I'm thinking sure, about yeah. the strategy, right? Like, I think the creativeness to it, like designing my Instagram profile and, and like expressing myself and taking the pictures and posting the pictures, like, I really enjoyed that part that gets me excited. But then what happened at, at my first, uh, my old business where I was marketing is um, I wanted to make things pretty and I wanted to, you know, express things the way I want to express them. I wanted it to be artsy and fun. And that's the part I enjoyed. Um, but it did take extra time to make things artsy and pretty and fun. And, and my business partners were like, we, we don't have time to make it pretty. Like we just need to make it effective. And I was like, okay. So I took out all of the creativeness and I just looked at the, you know, our tests and what worked and what didn't work. And it sucked all of the fun out of it. And yes, it was effective. Yes, it worked, but I hated it. It was not fun at all. So I see how it is useful for a business. Um, but personally, I'm like, when you're really doing it for a business, it's really tedious. It's a lot of hard work. You have to be consistent and I don't like it. <laughs> so those are my thoughts on, on social media. And that's okay. What about when you feel like it's for personal purposes? How does it, how does it feel different? when you have all the autonomy you want. Yeah, then I feel like I can just be creative and I can post the pictures I want to post and make the fun reels that I want to make. And and then I don't care if I get a lot of likes or I don't get likes or it reaches a lot of people. I, I just care about, oh, that reel was really fun to make. And I'm so happy that I got to share it and three people saw it. But, you know, I'm glad that three people could. Honestly, it's more for my enjoyment, you know. Um, yeah, that's just my personal. So. Yeah. So um, for myself, I appreciate your thoughts, both of your thoughts. And Steph, something that you brought up in your, um, you said like social media reinforces your own personal like business practice or something. I can't remember exactly what you said uh, earlier, but you said social media reinforces kind of the, the business aspect of what you're doing anyway. Oh, um, I was like, that sounded too polished for what I said. It was what Forbes has said, and it said that it um, it show it's it reinforces what you're building offline. Yeah, what you're building offline, and I feel like that is a great way to spin it so that it's as positive as possible. Like it's reinforcing whatever you're building, and also I think people who wrote like I don't. Know, one of the Instagram reels that says like everything is content. I think that is a good approach to just remember there's a lot of content. It's just whether or not you're opening your mind to it and to the possibilities of what could be content in social media like realms. And I do feel like, I mean, I, I definitely, I see all these businesses being like, follow us on Instagram. And I'm like, which businesses do I actually follow on Instagram? And I'm like, I'm, I follow the ones where I'm going to win something and <laughs> that they incentivize me to win something or because I genuinely am interested in following them. But I feel like there's very few businesses I actually follow. But what I'm following is individuals. And a lot of those individuals have businesses 
that they're using social media to support their individual entrepreneurial efforts. And I like that. I like that you can support an entrepreneur from a social media aspect and that it really does make a difference on what they can create. So I think that it's like a great way to support individuals in, in business and in entrepreneurs in specifically. I feel like social media is the way of the entrepreneur if you're selling a specific product or you're selling a service. And so I think that's, it's, I think it's definitely a tool and it's something that can be used. But for me, I just barely posted my reel. I tried to do it last night and I could not think of anything because I totally forgot about the challenge until last night. I was like, oh, I was supposed to do a reel. I didn't do it. And so that's why, again, I have to put up these post-it notes after these calls. Like this is the call to action for the week, but I didn't, I don't remember. And I spent all this time just like scrolling to try to kind of get an idea, like not looking at the images. I was just trying to get like a song or, or something that was catchy that I could think of something that would give me ideas because we got that idea from the social media, uh, Utah podcast coalition meeting. One of the girls mentioned how she just turns, she just listens yeah, and she just writes down her ideas as she gets them. And I thought that was a really great tactic, but I will say that what I ended up doing was just like consuming. It turned into a consumption thing where I was just like consuming so much stuff. And I was like, I didn't go to bed on time. I didn't follow my nightly routine. And so I think what it did is it kind of showed me like boundaries again, like even if you're a business owner using social media or whatever it is, like you have to know your boundaries around where social media feels good. And when it starts to just like suck your soul out of you. And even for me, when I'm using it for business purposes, um, I haven't done that very much. And so I really haven't sought to build my business. And so I wonder what that would feel like in comparison to doing it just for my own stuff. And I think that might be interesting for me to like focus more on that and see if I find that to be more enjoyable because it's more purpose driven. So I really can't speak from experience on that. No, and I think that both of your like I, your thoughts are valid, and I think that they're how a lot of people feel, right? Like Tracy, how you just said when you're on too much, it can it starts to consume you, and you don't feel good. Melody, how you're like, I actually like hate it. I only like doing it if it's like a personal thing. But I want to tell you a story. So, um, there is a business called Main Street Heating and Air. Air conditioning and heating is boring. Like, no one, more boring than title insurance. No one cares about heating and air conditioning until your heat or your air conditioning goes out. But how many reels could you make about that, right? But this company, Main Street Heating and Air, they have grown their Instagram account to 15,000 followers. And something was wrong with our AC last week at work. And... Um, and I heard that Main Street Heating and Air was coming. I was like, they are. I follow them on Instagram. And then the technician came and I was, I knew exactly who she was. Even, and I don't even like see this account that much. It's just when it pops in and she's not even on the feed that much. But I was like, oh, I know who you are from the Instagram. And it just was like a reminder to me and also those around me as I was telling them about this of how here's this company that I would have known nothing about, but I knew their logo, I knew their employees, I knew everything because their feet, and it's not even that I've actively gone and looked at 
looked at it, I just started following them because they were a local business on our business page. And I think that that is the power of social media, of people feeling connected to you. And Trace, I agree, like when you're scrolling for songs and stuff, it can just feel like daunting, but we've started just using our own music and making stuff in Canva and then auto scheduling it. So I'm not even on scrolling as much. And I think that's the key to like plan, or if you're gonna do songs to save it and send it and give notes like that gal had talked about in the class and stuff. So, um, so anyways, I just think that um, I've seen lately like a, like as you were talking about doing it for your business and this is why I want to do it is because Reminisce I've just sat there and I haven't posted because I haven't known what to post and I did my reel this morning too and it's really not that great of a reel I just like screenshotted my um website but at least it was something to put out there and I just want to continue to be in the habit of because if I want to market for Reminisce which is so easy like you said as I think it's easier to have two pages of your business page and then your personal page and be able to cross promote on that, um, especially if you're an entrepreneur, because people want to support the people that they know. And to offer just, sorry, just one other thought, Melody, I think you're about to say something, but I was just going to offer another perspective just in the regards that I agree for for people who are on social media, you're going to be able to gain that audience. And there's a large group of people who are on social media. So you're tapping into that audience. That's kind of just, it's there. Even if you're not there, the party's happening, whether you're happening while you're coming. Yeah. And, uh, Brooke Snow for years, I mean, from 2019 to probably 2021, she wasn't on social media. She wasn't posting anything on social media. And the only way her, her podcast reached, reached the listeners was by people sharing her podcast. And so people, if you, if this, like, if this podcast resonated with you, please share it with someone because I'm not on social media, right? I don't use social media. And she grew her audience significantly. I don't know the numbers, but she grew significantly by using podcasting and she didn't use social media. And it was because her content was so good, people couldn't ignore her and they wanted to share it. It was organic to give this, like, I want to share it. And so I do think the quality of whatever you're creating really does matter. And that you're asking the listener, you're asking the viewer for something that's like a, a call to action that's actually doable. It's not too crazy, but also that's like something that, hey, if this this resonated, please share it with somebody else. That makes our, that helps us reach, reach more listeners and affect more change, right? So like, I think when we really love people, we wanna naturally promote them, we wanna naturally support them. And so there are people who have taken different pathways and those pathways are available to us. I just think that the social media one is like an obvious one, but I do feel like there's always another path if you really feel like it's not working for you. Um, but I, I do feel like I do agree with you about impressions, like about people being able to see you and recognition and logo recognition, just like you're talking about the air conditioning company. Like, how would you have known about them? Uh, but they have a presence and they're showing up and they're doing the work. And so but it's interesting. I do always believe there's there's a third way. You know, there's like multiple ways to get there. It's just whether or not you want to capitalize on what's available and maybe easier than you think. Did. Um, 
Brooke, did she, when she asked people to share her podcast, is it like word of mouth sharing or was it like sharing on social media? It was like, it was like sending word of mouth. to individuals via text message. Oh, I see. And that's, that's the cool. best way to share stuff like that. Like in regards that if you send me a podcast, I'm far more likely to listen to it than if I were to just like come across it. I do think media. word of mouth marketing is the king and always will be the king. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but I, well, I wanted to say, is I just wanted to share um, with what you were saying, Tracy, it just made me think of some of the things that I learned on social media this week. So with what you're saying about people wanting to like support other people or, um, you know, like you follow a lot of individuals, but you don't follow very many businesses. And, and I realized the same thing for myself. Like when I see business page on Instagram, I actually most of the time am, am turned off unless I know the person whose business it is and I want to support them. Um, and I learned that like marketing for myself, it, it's really easy to grow followers on my personal account, but super hard to grow my business account because people don't like to be sold to, right? People don't like salesmen. And so one strategy I tried is I tried using one Instagram account, which I know Steph said not to do, but I did it anyways. I just tested it for a little bit and I put everything on my personal account. I put all my business stuff, all my personal stuff, all my running stuff. And it did not do really well. And I honestly didn't feel really good. I felt like I was being kind of salesy and pushy. And I just like didn't feel very good in my heart when I was doing that. So um, what I did this week, and I, I feel like I've experimented with so many things. And but I feel like I finally like found a way that is effective. And it also feels more congruent with um, who I am and, and I feel a lot better about posting but um, so I separated my personal and my business and I did this a while ago and I separated everything I had my personal I had my self-defense thing I had my funny Instagram page I had my business Instagram page my massages and I had like I literally had 10 different Instagrams that was just way too much to manage and I could not post that much content so what I've done is I have my personal and my business and on my business I put my massage and my coaching and my self-defense and all of my stuff there. And on my personal, that's where I can be creative and post whatever I want, however I want. And I noticed that, um, like I said, I feel a lot better posting. It's a lot more fun. I'm more excited to post. And on my business page, I don't feel guilty or salesy when I post business stuff or advertisements or come do this because if people follow that page, it's because they know it's a business page. And they want, they, they want to follow the business page and they want that content instead of throwing that stuff on my personal page. And I've noticed that if I just put my business um, profile on my personal profile, then people will follow me and get to know me as a person. And then eventually they're like, oh, she has a business. And then once they, like what you're saying, Jersey, once they get to know me and they know who I am, then they're more interested in following my business page. Um, and I'm really excited about that because I feel like I feel like this is effective and fun at the same time. I get to do my business and my personal and I get to be creative and, and have fun with it. And and I feel like I'm being myself and I'm not being fake on social media. So um, I think I don't know. I feel like 
you know, some people may be like having it be pretty and having it, you know, maybe that's not what fires them up. That is what fires me up. And, and I feel like if you're going to do Instagram, you have to find a way to make it fun because you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, then it's, it's not going to work. So anyways, just want to share that. No, totally. And I, I really do think that you could just have one account and that it all works. But I've seen with all the accounts that we've been doing for work. And it's funny that you call that your your personal because I mean, it is, but it looks very business. And that's what all of us at work, like my Instagram is very um, strategized. Like it's not personal. I'm not posting what I'm actually doing is everything for strategy. And you look at these big, like it's so fun to look at like celebrities and big people. They are not really posting their real life, most of them. Like it's all calculated for whatever they're promoting. And I think that that's the thing is everyone thinks like, oh, to post on, like to post about stuff. And you, you look at like, I take Drew Barrymore, right? Drew Barrymore as a person, she has like her um, talk show. She has her um, cooking stuff. She has her um, makeup stuff. And then all those have different accounts and then she can link to it and put in her highlights. Here's my beauty stuff. Here's the Today Show or the Drew Barrymore show and everything. It's all separated out. And so I just think... Um, but like, I, it's fun for me to see what these big people are doing and to be like, that, that was calculated. Like they aren't showing, or if it, they don't have makeup on, it's like, but still like most of these are not, oh, here I am just walking and like giving it to you real. I, I don't know. At least that's my perspective on it. Most of it is calculated but it gives the appearance that it's their real life. And so I think that that's the other thing is like, we don't have to share as much of our life, I think, as people think. I actually think that's probably healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having those boundaries around like, what what really means, like what what is appropriate to just being, I, I like that. I actually like that thought of just like be calculated and have a strategy. And it's like, find what works for you. I feel like Melody just shared what works for her yeah she's found and she's experimented a lot like yeah. she's a lot of experimenting on social media and i feel like so have you and so i feel like you guys have both kind of found things that work that can still be strategy based or can just be like this is what feels good <laughs> that's yeah. great i think those are both valuable and i really like how for me like watching title one for example i feel like you guys make it fun it's like you guys are celebrating, you're doing these closings or you're showing people having fun at title, at the title company. They're having fun. <laughs> which and is boring. So, yeah, which I feel like if people, so for me, looking at yours, I'm like, I want to go to their title company. Like they look like they're having fun over there. <laughs> so I think using fun and the power of fun and entertainment and you can make air conditioning, just like you talked about that company. You can make that interesting. You can make things that seem super silly, interesting. You just sort of have to, I think it it is like a a shift in your perspective a little bit to say like, huh, maybe somebody would find that interesting or, oh, that's kind of funny or that's silly or whatever. And trying to kind of use your personality in that business. That's a real, that's a real advantage in my mind as well. And I also like how you talked about how it's task-based. 
Like you're kind of like, okay, I'm going to plan these things out. And maybe if you know you have a plan, it's like, oh, this is all for my business. Like that feels good because it feels like it's, it's focused and it's strategy-based hopefully as well. Yeah, and Melody, sorry, I, I wasn't trying to be like, be like, no, your personal shouldn't be your personal or anything. It, that's not what I was meaning at all. But, um, but that's just what I've realized as I've looked at these celebrities. I'm like, it looks like it's so personal. But oh, I that's, that's true. Yeah, there there is strategy, and and I I think, yeah, I I agree with that. That's kind of what I was saying too. Is um like the strategy is like when I'm not posting business things, when I'm just posting like oh just finished my run or yeah. here's some pictures for my run. Like yeah, people it looks like a personal page, and you know people are interested in that. And yeah, I definitely am not like posting a picture of me right now, just getting right out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only you guys get to see this. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, but you guys, I think that um, I haven't really known what angle to go with Reminis because it's audio and Instagram, TikTok is video. And I'm like, how do I, but I think what I'm going to start doing is taking different clips from podcasts and getting stock image to go with it and keeping it like super short and doing like story time. Um, and so I'm excited to like plan that and explore that. And I haven't ever, because we can't do ads at work, um, with our regulations that we have, um, from the government. So it's, I think it will be interesting to try to sell a product on Instagram and I'm excited to like learn from it as well. So I love how you think about, I mean, I feel like if anyone, you just have that, business mindset and that business acumen like you're just like you think about that like you think about hey how can I angle this or how can I do this so that I can make it work right and you'll figure that out as you go but also I think you'll discover I think this is stuff where sometimes if you feel like you're really a fish out of water it's like hire somebody to help <laughs> you figure it out and and find somebody who has knowledge that you don't have so that you can tap into what they have and use kind of and, and leverage that to support you, especially if you feel overwhelmed. And the last thing I want to say on this before we move to our weeks is our good friend Tony was talking to me the other day and he said that he had this real estate agent come to him and she had like a million views on her stuff. Like just she had thousands of followers. I don't remember, but like 10 to 20,000 followers. And she went to him and was like, I'm not getting any deals. People are seeing this. And he was like, it's because you're doing the trendy audio. He's like, you aren't niching. You aren't like using the local hashtags. You aren't like talking to great that your stuff goes viral. He's like, but, and we've seen this too, that we don't care if our stuff goes viral. We actually don't care if only 50 people see that because if those 50 people are our clients, that's wonderful. That's better than sending out an email that most people don't click on or delete, you know? And so I think changing that mindset of when you're doing it as a business, business pages, most likely, unless they have a huge celebrity backing it with millions of followers, they aren't going to become huge pages. They just aren't. But that doesn't matter. Like even getting a few people looking at your stuff 
can grow your business if you're if you have something local and you're really niching i love that i think it's really great that's really good thanks for sharing that that's really relevant i think it's about like staying local being yeah and not caring like melody how you're saying that like when you post on your account like you aren't caring about the numbers Right. And, and I think when you don't care about the numbers, I think you just naturally come across more genuine. And I think you do get the numbers when you're not thinking about them, you know? Um, totally. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess I take that back. I, I guess I am like back to what you were saying about even on your personal page, you are being calculated. Um, like you still are being strategic about it, but it's not this big, like, like super like, okay, if I post this way at this time, I just, like, like the strategy is I'm just going to be myself and, you know, and anyways, and I feel like when people like it, when you're genuine and people like it when you're real. And I think that's when, that's when you get followers. So. No, it's true. So I think also education always like Tony focuses a lot oh, yeah. on being his audience and I think mm -hmm. we'll follow him for the education piece. Or for whatever. sure like if we're educating or when you're showing exercises like this is how you do it this isn't how you do it or whatever those things i know i feel like melody's really good with how you educate people and that's where i'm wanting to i'm like my way that i could educate is teaching people okay here's some questions you can talk to with your grandparents or your loved one or because i think that's the biggest hurdle that keeps people from really discussing with people is it feels awkward. It feels awkward to go up to someone for most people and be like, so tell me, what was your relationship like with your parents? <laughs> right. And you only do that with people that you feel comfortable asking. Those are like, like asking those questions and kind of showing people how you can, you can gain more intimacy as you level your questions from like a green question, which is easy to ask and easy to answer to like a yellow and maybe into a red, which that would be more of a red question. Yeah. So teaching people about the levels of questions and how you can how you can build up to having more intimate conversation. No, so true. Um, so let's talk about our weeks. Tracy, it was your birthday week. Um, how did your goals go this week? And what was like a top moment of your birthday week? Okay. So I had a great birthday. It was really fun. David got me a standing desk. So I have a standing desk now. That's what I've been. I moved from my sitting desk to my standing desk through this conversation. And so that was really fun. He got it for me on auction, which is hilarious. So it was way less expensive than he would have gotten it on Amazon. So it was really fun. And he uh, stayed up on like the fourth and made it like built it for me and then so that was fun and then um in regards to my goals and my and like the the top moment of the week I would say that I my goal was just to stay on my um job goals and so I started last time I talked about reading the book designing your life and I actually haven't been reading it as much but I did I didn't actually spend the rest of the week like Thursday Friday Saturday I spent maybe an hour on Saturday, but I didn't spend any time on Thursday or Friday um, or Sunday. But Monday and Tuesday, I spent time on it yesterday and I spent time on it on Tuesday. Anyway, 
I've spent time on it since then, but it wasn't super consistent. So it's interesting. I, I tend to go strong at the beginning of the week and then I can kind of lose <laughs> my fire later in the week. And so uh, that's just something to note. And I have been scheduling it in, but then I've just been ignoring the schedule. So I feel like that might be where I need to use focus mate and just get on focus mate for that first hour and get on with somebody as an accountability measure on like the later in the week so that I don't blow off my appointment with myself <laughs> to do that. But um, I actually had somebody call me back for a job thing. Uh, anyway, but I'm, yeah, I'm working on that. Still sort of trying to get some clarity around that whole process. So it's, it's good. And I feel, yeah, that's good. And then that was... Wait, did someone call you back for a job that you wanted? So it was the Cactus and Tropicals one. Okay. And as much as I, like, kind of want just a job, I don't know if that's... I don't know. I'm still struggling to know if that's, like... Because I'm going to look for something else <laughs> either way. Like, even if I were to get that job, I would still be looking. And so it was just kind of like, do I go take that job anyway? I don't know. Or do I go interview and just find out? Maybe that's a good idea. So I don't know if I, anyway, that's Cactus and Tropicals. And I haven't called them back. So they had, they asked me for an interview or they called me about an interview last Friday and it's Thursday and I haven't called them back because I've been thinking about it. <laughs> like, I don't know if I wanna do that. And David's like, I don't think you really do. I was like, well, I do kind of, but not completely. It's like, exactly. I'm like, I know, but do I have to completely? Maybe not. So, still working on that. Uh, and then uh, the top moment of the past, like for my birthday and stuff, I would say the top moment and one of my highlights is actually David on the 6th, the, the day after my birthday, we um, rearranged my room so that it's like more feng shui. And it's so great and I'm loving it so much and it's like such a delightful place to be in. So I'm really excited about the new arrangement in the room. That's been a top moment. And I would also say, I just feel like lately uh, I worked out some things and I realized that when you heal relationships or you work on healing your relationships or healing those things that like there's more bandwidth than oops opens up and you literally have the capacity to do more than you did before and it's a healing aspect on way more levels than you think so that's also a top moment for me that's great like that's great that you were able to um like heal relationships that's really cool. I think it's really cute that you and Dave reorganized your room together. <laughs> <gasps> this is how we do it. <laughs> you guys are so cute. What about you, Melody? Or So, um, my goal was to continue the automation and looking up apps and websites. And, and I feel like things are pretty automated at this point and i i realized that you know with stuff like this you have to test stuff you have to set up a system um 
analyze the system if it doesn't work, adjust the system. And I feel like I have all of the systems set up now and I'm to the point where I've, I've been testing a couple systems and I'm seeing some bugs and some things that aren't working. And so I'm, I'm working on auto adjusting and like, um, for example, I've been, my goal has been to get up at six and be in bed at 10. Um, I'm realizing that's not working because I don't get home for work until seven, seven thirty, eight ish, um, most nights. Um, and then it's, I'm just not getting to bed on time. So I'm thinking maybe I need to go to bed at 11 and get up at seven. So I have a little bit more time in the evenings and anyway, so I'm working stuff out. Um, everything is kind of, things are set up and we're working stuff out. And, and of course my, my main issue with stuff like this is overscheduling myself. Um, and I just, um, I just have been like super anxious and like not able to sleep and just cause I'm so thickly scheduled and I'm just um, trying to figure out how to um, schedule more time into my routine. So I guess, you know, and I don't know, I want to say that that's my goal for this next week, but I honestly just don't even see how that is possible. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but that was my goal. And um, I like what you said about relationships, Tracy. I feel like um, I also experienced that um, last time we met. I was um, in an argument with a family member and we were able to talk things out yesterday and, and work things out. And that was one of the reasons I was feeling so anxious and like not sleeping very well. And, and after we talked things out, it was like a, you know, a really big weight off my shoulders. And I feel like I able to focus better. And um, yeah, so as far as my goals for the following week, um, I guess I'll say that I, I need to try to find ways to relax, find space in my day, um, get rid of unnecessary things. Um, yeah, I'll say that's my goal. I think that's a good goal to help you lighten your schedule. So, um, so my goal was to finish up with some of my weekly things. And to be honest, like I got back, I did two trips back to back and I haven't traveled forever. And the first trip would have been fine, but I got home and then had something like my week was really busy and I didn't have time to, I didn't um, schedule the time and cancel. Like when I made plans and stuff, I should have been like, nope, I'm coming back from this trip. You know, like I need this time. So I didn't get my laundry done. I didn't. Um, meal prep and the beginning part of the weekend still went well but then I just like derailed off of everything um and I think that it's easy like it's easy to do that in vacation mode right and so um so some of those monthly that I was trying to accomplish that I was super close I didn't get um but now I'm back and not going out of town for a bit and so I'm excited for, and that's the thing, I have these monthlies, but I then I have the yearly. And so it's just like getting it done in September and recalibrating. So I'll still be on track for things, but it was just that little bit of disappointment where I was like, oh, 
Like, when you go on a trip, you really need time to prepare when you get home. And so that was a good reminder to me. Agreed. I definitely fall off the rails when I'm traveling. <laughs> I feel like every time, always off rails. Like, oh, right? <laughs> so, and it's like laundry and everything. Like I, um, like I just took up like clothes that were out of the washer and dried them up there. That's like how unorganized I was. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, so my, my um goals for the week and um is to um I got a lot of notable peeps edited over the weekend um which feels great so um to be all caught up with the episodes being published way to go Steph and then I want to make another reel for um reminisce audio okay and I like, um, I'm not gonna put this on here, but I want to figure out the guides too. I should have just made that the thing because when I was like, oh, I could do a reel, I don't know how to do the guides yet. <laughs> so, okay, so just those. Another reel or just a guide? Do you want to do both? No, um, I'm gonna just do a reel this week. Okay. And then I'll, I'll focus on. But yeah, so those are the things. And also, this Notable Peeps episode is amazing. This couple paid off $275,000 of debt. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. And the sad thing is a lot of it was student loans because he thought he was going to become a doctor. And his advice is to his kids to never get a student loan because his dad would co-sign with them because they're like, oh, student loans, this is great. But isn't that insane? Yeah. So that's, I want to listen. That's exciting. Yeah. So I, as I was editing, I was like, these are like golden. I've just sat on them for two years, you know? So (laughs) it's exciting to put them out. Well, that's so great. And then I'm going to hire, I think I'm going to look into hiring a job coach just to see if I can kind of refine some things and actually, yeah. I have somebody who's holding me accountable right now, but it's just like, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure that out. So on the job search, I'm going to keep doing that. I didn't mention what my goals were, but I'm going to do the job search, continue to do that. But also the job coach, maybe I'm going to hire somebody. I'm not sure, but I'm going to look into that. Cool. Sweet. Okay. Well, um, thanks guys. And remember this week to focus on the fire. Have a good week. Bye.